This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. This is the Father's Love Show on Radio Cape Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m., your daily companion. Pastor Bongani Msibi greeting you wherever you are listening to us today uh, on this day, the 17th of August, 2022. I know you're wondering why you're hearing my voice only. Unfortunately, today I'm flying solo, but that does not mean you're not going to have an awesome time in the presence of the Lord uh, as always. And today we are so grateful and so excited because we'll be hosting or we'll be having Dr. Keenan T. Bridges, the Senior Pastor of Grace and Peace Global Fellowship in Tampa, Florida, uh, with a profound revelation of the Word of God and a dynamic teaching ministry, you know, in the U.S. And he was uh, around, he was in our shores, you know, the, the past week. Uh, he was in Joburg, and then he was also here in Cape Town, and we saw an opportunity uh, to have him on the, on our radio to come and share the Word of the Lord, especially a timely word for South Africa and for such a time as this. So, you know what, I would advise that you don't change that dial. You are about to be blown away today. So, um, this is the Father's Love Show. Here's a beautiful song. After this song, we're going to be having Dr. Keenan T. Bridges with us. Stay blessed. What a beautiful song. What a lovely song. And I trust that you are blessed. And indeed, you are still on the Father's Love Show with Bongani and Lindywe. And unfortunately, as I've indicated earlier on, that I'm flying solo today. Lindywe is not with us. But uh, you know what? Like I told you, we're having an awesome show today because we have with us Dr. Keenan T. Bridges uh, with us uh, that have joined us. And I trust that if you're on the, the social media networks and uh, and all of that, you might have come across, um, you know, all the meetings that, she, that he held when he was here in South Africa. Uh, he just finished one here in Cape Town and traveling back uh, to Tampa, Florida, I want to believe. Uh, like I indicated earlier on, uh, this is Dr. Keenan T. Bridges, the Senior Pastor of Grace and Peace Global Fellowship uh, in Tampa, Florida, uh, with a profound revelation of the Word of God and a dynamic teaching ministry. What is so awesome about Dr. Bridges is that uh, he has revolutionized the lives of many in the body of Christ through his practical approach to applying the deep truths of the word of God. You know, he, he, he reveals the authority and identity of the new covenant believer, which is what we need at such a time as this. And is a very highly sought uh, after speaker and published author of several books, including Unlocking the Code of, of the Supernatural, uh, the School of Miraculous, the Power of the Prophetic Prayer, Invading the Heavens, Unmasking the Accuser, come on, and uh, Kingdom Authority. <laughs> you know, Dr. Bridges is also a committed husband. How awesome is that? A committed husband of one wife, uh, Gloria, and a father of five beautiful children, Ella, Naomi, Isaac, Israel, and Anna. Dr. Bridges, how are you doing today? 
I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much for taking time out to come and be on this, our beautiful show, The Father's Love Show on Cape Pulpit. We are so blessed to have you with us. How has your visit been in South Africa so far? South Africa is a beautiful place. Very beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I know that I've just uh, done a brief uh, introduction of who you are. Could you mind just sharing and telling our listeners a bit more about your ministry? So my ministry, we've been pastoring a church full-time for 11 years as a senior pastor, but I've probably been in ministry for over 20 years uh, doing campus ministry, doing... uh, all kinds of speaking and training. I was in youth ministry. I've been a worship leader. And of course, now our focus is on really empowering, uh, empowering nations and individuals, equipping them Mm -hmm. to operate in the supernatural. So that's what we do. Uh, We have an apostolic network that extends all the way to Australia. Mm. And of course, uh, what we do is, you know, besides teaching and preaching, you know, author several books and, and resources that we use to basically resource the church. Mm-hmm. So I've authored over 20 books and these books are designed to, awesome. to help churches and ministries develop a supernatural culture mm-hmm. in their particular uh, ministries. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we've seen so many miracles and signs and wonders, but the most important thing is, is souls being saved Hallelujah. and people being restore their lives being restored hallelujah so that's really what we do yeah awesome man so talking about the 20 books how can one uh get access to those books are they available on amazon or are they available in the african um any distributor or something yeah actually most of my books are available here in south africa through come books oh awesome so yeah they can go to come bookstore online or they can go to the physical stores and uh, they can order copies of my book that way, or they can order through Amazon or anywhere books are sold, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, Dr. Bridges, um, just before you came to SA, um, uh, we had a privilege of uh, watching one of your videos uh, that you posted about the message that the Lord gave you for South Africa and about the great revival that is coming. Could you mind uh, sharing the message with our listeners? Well, there were many aspects to that message, but um, the, the main three aspects was, number one, revival coming to South Africa. Amen. Um, number two, it was really the Lord awakening the nation and breaking the spirit of witchcraft. Amen. Uh, ancestral worship and also the, the mixing of what I call counterfeit spirituality mm, into the church. Mm, mm, mm. So we really dealt with that in the prophetic word. In fact, the Lord was very hot on that issue. And he said to me, he said, South Africa will, will become an oasis for revival for the Hallelujah. nations. Hallelujah. And then the Lord said to me, he said that South Africa would model a worship and that there was a connection between the worship and the revival that would break forth mm-hmm. and that the worship would release a sound uh, throughout the continent and throughout the globe. And South Africa would be for the nations with Hillsong has been over the last 20 years Come in terms on. of the worship culture. Come on. So, yeah, so that's been, uh, those are some of the elements. And there were some other elements in there, but those are the key elements that the Lord gave me 
uh, for South Africa. Amen. So would you would you say that after stepping into the shores, uh, you have seen some of the manifestation already of what the Lord has shared uh, with you? Oh, yeah. And one of the things we've had very powerful meetings. We started in we started our first meeting was in uh, Midrand between mm -hmm. Pretoria and Johannesburg. <clears throat> our second meeting was in Johannesburg and Santon. Mm -hmm. And then we had meetings in Pretoria. The first meeting actually was interesting because uh, Pastor Peter DeFin is actually one of the uh, descendants of Smith Wigglesworth. Mm. So I thought it was very prophetic Amen. that Smith, Smith Wigglesworth had given many words about South Africa. And we're, our first revival meeting mm -hmm. was at the, mm -hmm. the you know, <laughs> one of his descendants' church. Yeah. Yeah. So... But here's, besides the healings that have happened and the miracles that have happened, people have been physically healed. We saw a lot of salvations in our meetings. But beside that, one of the things that I noticed is the unity that the meetings begin to manifest. People begin to wow. come. Wow. And in fact, here in Cape Town, we were at Langa, mm. uh, Langa Baptist Church, and mm. there were whites there were coloreds there were indians mm, there were mm. everyone was worshiping together mm. at langa yes. you know and this is really yeah this mm. is really one of the signs of revival mm. when people begin to put aside their differences and they come together because they recognize that god is speaking and so i really want to commend south africans for really really stepping up to the plate and mm. really, really, the pastors coming out and supporting and praying about this. And when they saw that video go around, they all agreed that this was a word from the Lord. Amen. And they've all been very supportive. Mm. And so I think that in itself is a sign that God is moving. Amen. So I, I, I believe you'll be coming back soon. Eh? <laughs> I want to, you know, especially yeah. I, I, they took me to Cape Town and I said, wow. Wow. You know. <laughs> It looks like home. It feels like home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. So how, how, how would you advise the pastors or the church in South Africa to respond to the word that the Lord has given to you? Well, I think the first thing is humility. We need to humble ourselves. Second Chronicles mm -hmm. 7.14, as if my people who are called by my name Come will on. humble themselves and mm -hmm. pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Mm -hmm. Then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins and I will oh, heal their yeah. land. Then will I be attentive to the prayers offered in this place. And so that is a promise that we have God made to Solomon as he was dedicating the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. And mm. uh, he made a covenant with God and they made a huge sacrifice and God was so moved by the sacrifice that the Bible says that the fire of, of God came and the glory of the Lord filled the temple that mm. the priests were not able to enter. Mm. So one of the things that I believe we need to do is we need to have a real spirit of humility right now. Yeah. You know, this is not about one particular pastor. Come on. This is about the Holy Spirit moving and brooding over this nation, brooding over the darkness. And it's about God speaking, let there be light over South Africa. Mm. And so when we understand that, I think we need to align with that word, mm. you know, Share that word with others. Share it with your friends. Share Amen. it with your, your other pastors. Let it spread. And then we need to align with it. And mm. uh, I would encourage pastors to, to have prayer meetings, you know, 
mm-hmm. prayer prayer meetings uh, in their local churches. They need to have prayer gatherings, midweek gatherings, mm-hmm. even things that they don't usually do. I think they should do it, uh, no matter how inconvenient it seems. Mm-hmm. And I think something's going to be be born out of these prayer gatherings, man. I just believe it Amen. in my heart that as mm-hmm. people begin to pray, that something's going to happen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting that you are actually talking about the unity, you know, of pastors. I was just reminded of Psalms 133, how good and how pleasant it is, you know, for brethren to dwell together in unity. And it talks of the anointing flowing and, uh, you know, and and at the end it ends with, you know, the the Lord will command a blessing and life forevermore in that place where there is unity. And, uh, you know, uh, do you want to expand on that? Yeah, that's key because not only we see one Psalm 133, but we also see Acts 2 mm-hmm. on the day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. They were in mm-hmm. one place and they were on one accord. Amen. And this is very important for the move of the spirit. We have to come together. You know, South Africa has an interesting history of apartheid. You know, 28 years later, here we are. There's sure. still some strife. There's still some division. There's still some, you know, some racial tensions and things. However, Mm. I believe if we can press through that, mm. you know, you know, not as a colored, not as Africans, not mm. as mm. a Zulu or Kosa, mm. mm. but as children of God saying, you know what, we are all children of the most high. We need to come together mm. and we need to cry out to God for this nation. Mm. And I, there's no way he will not hear us if we cry. Amen. It's interesting that you touch on apartheid, you know, uh, separation, the division thereof. And uh, to say now, you know, bring this message to say that God is calling upon, you know, uh, the church to come together and pray. And also what you are suggesting that if churches could come together and pray because apartheid was preached from pulpit. You know, it started yeah. with a church, and it's only I see, I, I, I kind of like see or feel that, you know, it's the church that will bring about this unity. Would you want to expand on that? Absolutely. And in fact, <clears throat> in one of our re- revival meetings, we were actually in, uh, we were in, um, I want to say Pretoria, and we were at a church called Choose Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Roberts. And um, one of the things that I did during the last meeting is I called for a corporate repentance. And in that service with thousands of people, we cried out to God in repentance on behalf of of the division and the the sin Mm. of racism in the church. Mm. And Mm. uh, we we corporately repented according to Daniel's chapter 7 through chapters 11. You know, Daniel prayed and he repented on behalf of Israel, even though he himself was not individually guilty. Mm. And I think one of the things that happens, the hang up that people have is, say, well, I, well, I didn't do anything. That wasn't me. That mm. was my grandparents mm, mm. or it was my great grandparents. But I haven't done. I don't feel that sure, way. Sure, and sure. spiritually, it's not about the individual. It's Come about on. the corporate. Come on. And so sometimes we have to stand in proxy, yeah. even uh, for those who who may not have the understanding that we have. And mm. so that's what we did. And and there was a great move of the sure. spirit in that gathering. I tell you, man, 
Sure. The presence of God was very strong. Yeah. Awesome, man. I, I, you know, no one, I don't believe there's anyone that can dispute that this is a wedding season for this country, especially at this mm. time. And, and also for you to end off your, you know, your mission here in, in, in South Africa, in Cape Town, and go to Langa in the, in the location. And in Cape Town, you know, as you're talking about, the laws were enacted here in Cape Town. And uh, to end mm. with such a beautiful, beautiful picture of uh, all races coming together under one roof in a location to praise the Lord mm. and to pray together. I think that was, this, is, this is awesome. And I want to believe that the mission or whatever that God has sent you to Cape Town for, indeed, I mean to South Africa as a whole, indeed it was it, it was uh, accomplished in a way so we're just going to go to mm. a song right now uh, and an ad break and then when we come back we still have dr t at uh, dr kinan t bridges with us uh, sharing the word of the lord as god has in in, in in impressed in his heart for this beautiful country after this we continue with dr t dr kinan Yes, we're right back. Uh, what a beautiful song. I trust that you are blessed, not only blessed by the song, but, you know, inspired by the message uh, from Dr. Keenan Bridges. I tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. It's hot in the studio. I'm actually, uh, I can't wait to get out of here and just go out and do exactly what the Lord is as actually declared upon our lives uh, dr keenan uh, off off air we're just talking about what i mean uh, what is it that the lord probably uh, would like for us and our listeners to hear uh, from you well you know um one of the things that i've really been like focused on is i believe that now is the time to contend for authentic spirituality amen you know uh, there has been so much conversation around you know the 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 spirit the spiritual heritage of africa and i want to submit to our listeners that the spiritual heritage of africa is not ancestral worship amen that is not the root of this nation mm. uh, before there was spiritism and ancestral worship god was the founder and the author of this land sure and in fact, I'll give you a quick little uh, tidbit that's interesting. Before the uh, before the carving up of Africa, I remember I was in Zambia some years ago, mm -hmm. and someone gave me a pre-colonial map map of Africa, mm -hmm. and it talks about how it showed how Ethiopia had actually gone all the way down into what we now know as the Congo, into mm -hmm what was once known as uh, uh, um, Rhodesia, Rhodesia, Southern Rhodesia, yeah, yeah. Northern Rhodesia, which is Zambia and Zimbabwe, mm -hmm. and then all the way into southernmost parts of Africa. And that was all considered at one time part of the Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. And the reason why that's significant is because the first time this is mentioned is in Genesis. And it talks about how there was gold mm -hmm. in this land. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is that God had a plan for this nation and this continent from the very beginning. Amen. This was never the devil's territory. Mm -mm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> in fact, some of the intercessors talked about how they renamed Devil's Peak in Cape Town to Dove's Peak. Sure. And so I, I firmly believe that there needs to be a rising 
of of biblical understanding of true spirituality. We need to teach people the word of God so that they can understand the counterfeits and the mixture, Mm. and they will be able to identify it. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, so what, 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 what would you um, advise? You know, pastors, where to start? In as much as can hear that uh, you need to uh, start teaching. You know about the yeah. true spirituality, especially the her- the spiritual heritage of Africa. Where, where would you yeah. would you advise we should start at? Well, I think it starts with first of, first of all a focus on discipleship. Mm-hmm. That's going to be very important during this season. We need to disciple people in the Word of God. Amen. Teach people how to study the Bible. Mm-hmm. Teach people what it means to to rightly divide the Word. You know, so that they have a foundational understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, I've told people in America we have something called the Federal Reserve, which mm-hmm. is our banking system, and of course, you know, there's counterfeit currency. Yeah, yeah. But what they've done in America is that they train their agents on how to study the authentic currency, the authentic bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once and once they know the authentic, they can easily identify the counterfeit. The counterfeit, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so, so so I think that when people when people know the authentic, they can clearly identify the counterfeit. Earlier on, uh, Doctor, you spoke about the counterfeit that God is actually raising, that it's, it's, which is mixed, the gospel that is mixed with some uh, not so good spirit and, um, you mm. know, and all the witchcraft that is there. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in, in churches, you know, what would you say, what would you advise, you know, a, a believer, you know, to look out for when he gets into a church, maybe goes to a church thinking that mm-hmm. this church is a, is an original or a proper church, but only to find that it's, it's actually what God revealed to you, that it's prevalent in South Africa. What, what are they, what are they sh- telltale signs for any, uh, you know, honest believer, if I may say. Well, <clears throat> what we have to look out for is we have to look at uh, look out for any form of worship that turns people toward a man instead of God. Amen. You know when when we have when we have uh, you know the idolatry of even a a, a person personality or, or person, you know, where people are not encouraged to worship God, but to turn toward men. I think that's a very, very telltale sign of deception. Mm-hmm. And we have to be very, very careful of that. Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, the churches have not necessarily demonstrated the power of God. Mm. So because, because people have not seen the power of God in the churches, they've gone to alternative sources of power. Mm you know, uh, alternative sources of wisdom and insight. Mm. So we have to model in the church authentic prophetic ministry according to scripture. You know, that is actually biblical, that that the gifts of the spirit are in manifestation in the church, not mm-hmm. just from the pulpit, but from the congregation. Mm-hmm. And now people are seeing that, wow, we don't need to go to the Sangoma yeah. to, get, to yeah. get insight toward the future. But we have the Holy Spirit. You know, and he's he's living within me. 
Mm. I don't need to throw bones to know <laughs> what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. But I can but I can get revelation from the one who knows tomorrow. Mm. So that, that, that that's what, and I think really one of the things too that I notice is that we have to get back to a culture of really really empowering people. Pastors mm-hmm. need to stop being afraid mm-hmm. to, to teach their people the word. It's almost like there's many pastors that are afraid that if they teach the Bible and they really give people the word, mm-hmm. that the people will no longer be dependent upon them. There you go. And and, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that. You, you know, if you give a if you give a, 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 a child milk their entire life, they'll die. Yeah. At some point, they have to move from milk yeah. to meat. Yeah, yeah. Because if they don't, they'll, they'll never grow. And I feel like God is calling this church to really grow up. And, uh, you know, and, and no pun intended, you know, you have people that go to prophets and, and they drink milk and they drink water and all this kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And know that might be good for your bones and for your hydration. That has nothing to do with your spirituality or your spiritual life. Mm, mm. <laughs> you know, we don't we, we we don't get a revelation by drinking milk or drinking water. Yeah, we yeah. get the revelation from the Word of God. Amen. So that's what people need to understand. Yeah, yeah, Doctor Keenan, it's it's interesting that you're talking about you're talking about <laughs> milk. You're talking about dependent on on the pastor that we should teach people. You know, because sometimes it's very strange that, um, you know, pastors will not understand the fact that, okay, one, you're a pastor, but you, you being a spiritual father, you've got children. You don't want your children to always stay on milk. Uh, like even your own children, when you, when you raise them, mm-hmm. at some point when you teach a child something, you are relinquishing power each and every day. You know, uh, uh, if you mm. teach a child, if you potty train the child, then he doesn't need you or she doesn't need you when she goes to the bathroom. She can do it by herself. <laughs> Instead exactly. of me getting excited about that, then I still yes. want the child to call me when she goes to the bathroom, you know, to relieve herself. But what would you say is the reason for that? Why, why, why is it a problem for pastors not wanting to teach their congregation to, de- to depend on God rather than to depend on them, on, on them instead? Well, it goes back to really, it's a cultural issue if you think about it, because, mm-hmm. you know, here in Africa, the whole concept of leadership is focused on power. Mm-hmm. And, um, and whether it's the pastor or the politician, the culture has been power. Yeah. And uh, I, one of the things that I teach people is that I said that if, if, if you are after power, but you are not desiring to serve the people. Mm. You don't qualify to be a leader. Mm. But for so many of us culturally, what we view as leadership is actually a pursuit of power. Sure. And now here's what happens. Many pastors have mistaken the pastorate for the chieftaincy. And they believe that by becoming a pastor, they've become a chief. Sure. And so remember now, if you're a chief, you can't have other chiefs. You, you got to be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got you to be the top person. So any person that rises up becomes a threat to you. Mm. You know, but they, they, they challenge your power. They challenge your chief, your chiefhood. Yeah. But a pastor is not a chief. A pastor so, is a servant. Come on. 
And Jesus raised up 12. And he actually says in John 14, 12, he says, the works that I do, you're going to do greater than what I did. Amen, amen. I mean, that that flies in the face of all this stuff, you know? <laughs> exactly. You know, this is actually, Jesus Christ himself said, hey, I want you to go out and do more than what I did. Come on. The, the, the heritage of any father is that the son will far surpass amen. the father's accomplishments. Amen, amen. I told my children, I told my sons, I said, you are already greater than I will ever be. Amen. So my job sure. is to help raise you up mm. and release you. And so <clears throat> until we get this model down, which is a biblical model, what will happen is that we will continue to perpetuate a cycle of, of manipulation, really, because what it is, is, you know, we, we a lot of ministers mm. try to keep people on a certain level yeah. of understanding yeah. so that they will be dependent on them. Sure. <clears throat> in my church, I teach people, I say, listen, you're not dependent on me. In fact, if I preach a message, if my message cannot be challenged by scripture, mm. then I shouldn't be preaching it. Sure. Sure. So I tell people, listen, go and challenge what I said. Go read the Bible, study it out. Make mm. sure that what I said is correct. Sure. And if I'm, if my heart and my motives are genuine, I should not be threatened mm. by biblical examination. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's where we need to go. Yeah, God, God help the South African or the African pastors to realize that. So, 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 Dr. Keenan, you must make sure uh, as you pray for Africa and South Africa, that should be top of your your prayer your prayer items. I tell you, <laughs> and I like the fact that you are already greater than I will ever be. You know, and that's that's so awesome. Yeah. If only we can all get to that i think we'll, we'll have better better churches better believers who are dependent on god and god alone and not and not on us mm. as pastors dr kenan thank you so very much for your time i wish we had more time really just to you know hopefully uh, dr pell uh, will assist us with um, in contacts even when you are in the u.s yes. that when we need you we can do a, a yes. proper zoom uh, and then we uh, because i believe there's more that we still need to go on about especially for this yes. uh, our country so thank you so very much for your time maybe your final words in two minutes well, I want to say this. South Africa is a beautiful country with a very rich heritage. Yeah. And God loves this country. Amen. There's a purpose for this country. Amen. There's a purpose for this country. And I believe that that purpose for this country will be realized in this generation. Amen. You know, I know a lot of people have been praying about this and waiting, but I believe now is the time. I just want to say, you know, as Dr. Pearl would, would often say in our meetings, Kenako. It's your, yeah, it's your time. Yeah. It's your time. It's your time. It's time. It's time. No, thank you so very much. Uh, hope uh, you're gonna come back soon uh, to to our shows. Yes. Well, I plan to come back soon. Make some noise so they can bring me back. <laughs> right. No, right, right to the powers is, that be. Is Doctor Pearl with you there so that we can yes. just yeah. Hi, how are you, Ndete? No, great, great. Thank you so very much for 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 this time, and we really appreciate our staying to Dr. Keenan. Hopefully, you leave us with his contact so that we can connect with him when he's overseas, and then we can 
do a proper interview, um, you know, live. Yeah, no, sure, sure, no problem. That's fine, yeah. So any I other... See the 15. Okay, the 15th, uh -huh. go ahead. No, <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I see the 15-minute interview extended to 35 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, thank, and all thanks to you, hey. Um, so no, any, no, no. <laughs> any, any other meetings lined up uh, after this? I'll, I'll let you know. We do have meetings every now and then. Okay. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know if there are any important meetings. I'll give you a buzz. And thank you so much. Your Zabi. people. Yes. Yeah. Who, who do you know in in Pretoria? Because I normally work with Spongile. With Spongile and yes, Dwayne. Yes. Spongile, yes. Dwayne, and what's the other guy's name? Um, Vinand. Yeah. Yes. 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 So I do. Yeah. So they should tell you, but I, I will tell you directly now that I got your number. Yes. Yes. No, perfect, yeah. perfect. Perfect. Actually, we will be, we'll, it will be lovely to host you soon on our show, the Father's Love Show. But we'll check with your schedule, and uh, we'll yeah. make the necessary arrangement. Thank you so very much once again. Stay blessed. There you have it, uh, folks. Uh, trust that you are blessed, I trust that you are inspired. Uh, if your pastor has not been listening, please uh, advise them to tune in uh, tomorrow at 10 p.m. There's a repeat. Other than that, you can catch us also on our podcast. If you can go to the website, uh, www.kpulpit.co.za, uh, just go in there and... Um, and our beautiful faces there, our beautiful show. Uh, you can just download the podcast and share it with your pastor, share it with any leader uh, so that we can hear the word, the call that God has made to this nation that we need to come together to pray to God. And there's a great revival that is coming uh, upon this nation of ours. And that's going to be, you know, brought about by uh, a lot of prayer and a lot of worship and a lot of uh, humbling ourselves, man, and coming together. Uh, it's not about any specific church, but it's all of us. So that is, that's why it's important that we all share this message so that we can all receive this uh, message and, and, and heed the call that God has made uh, for this nation. May God bless you and keep you and uh, shine his face towards you and uh, lift up his countenance upon your life and grant you perfect peace. Till next time, same place, same time. The Father's Love Show. And I promise you, I'm not going to be flying a solo. Um, Lindue is going to be with you, with us. God bless. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.